I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Remedy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Kevin Ebling. Hey, oh, my mic's everybody. Loud Are you a little loud? Yeah. I'm, my, I'm hearing everybody a little loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're Every, all sitting really close. Everybody's perfect to me. <laughs> okay. Happy Monday, y'all. Oh. Is this, am I screaming in your ear? <laughs> Just like, make Hold it on. go away. <laughs> did that turn your volume down? Yes, that did right then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we all set? All set. All set. Okay. Man, Kev, the way you like, you're the... My, you're the Magic Mike man. You come in here, you transform my kitchen in a matter of like 30 minutes. I know. He's like the like the Mike Meister. You are the Mike Meister. All right. You are. All right. I'll take that. <laughs> You've been called worse. Definitely you have been called worse. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, we need uh, to thank our sponsor today, Kara Arnold. Kara. Who is oh just about the sweetest thing. She brought me dinner last week, too. She did. Oh, she sure did. She is so, so generous and she kind. Is. She and is. pretty. She is. And Inside and out. I know. Thoughtful. Yeah. She, and you know what I love about her, too? She's just kind of at a, under the radar. She doesn't do anything. She would probably hate that we're having a five-minute conversation about how fabulous <laughs> she is. Because she's uh-huh. just... Not she's, like that. No. She's just no. gold. Yeah. So thank you, really Kara. Is. Yes. Thanks, sweet Kara. We really appreciate you. Okay. I heard uh, you allegedly I, have a joke. <laughs> and I say allegedly because last we get time. This one. Yeah, Kevin and I were, took, took a while. Yeah. Took a minute. A but apparently, apparently. Tom got it. Tom got it. I or said. Or he just wanted to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Takes more than that. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the joke. We're ready. The old man was sitting on the examining table at the doctor's office having his hearing checked. And the doctor poked his light light scope into the man's ear and said, Hey, you have a suppository in your ear. And the old man goes, Rats. Well, now I know where my hearing aid went. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? That one I got. (laughs) I figured if we talked oh, about body no. parts, then y'all I'll, might get I'll it and you it. laugh. Yep. <laughs> you got to dumb it down to a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Would a 12, will Owen get this? Then Kevin and I will for sure get it. I don't know it. if yep. Owen knows what a suppository is. Yeah, it's kind but of a I'm big word try it for a 12-year-old boy. And see what he thinks. I probably did not know what a, I bet Carter, we could get Carter in here. Do you know what a suppository is? If you see him roaming around, let's ask him Okay, let's do. It made me feel so old earlier today because I like to still think of myself as like a young guy. And we were talking with Carter earlier. I'm like, I'm literally twice his age. Like, I'm two Carters. That's old. You are. Yeah. How old is he? 18. Yep, exactly. Ooh, I'm a lot more than that. (laughs) Yeah, we're lots more Carters. I'm over four Carters. I don't. I can't do that math. My yeah. Bro- that I, no. That would be no. It'd be that would be seventy. 
he's how old 18 18 that would be uh 76 i'm not there yet no no no, no. you're yeah. 3.5 you carters three and a half, <laughs> three and a half carters <laughs> I have oh, I have medication brain. There's no way I could do that math. How many 18s go into 50? Two and a half. I'm two and a half. Yeah, that sounds right. Ish. I'm not a math in, in my head guy. Um, I'm not a math in my head guy. Uh, I wish you could be here, y'all. If you could just see this conversation, you would. Nobody would ever listen. I think they would. Oh, you should all be right here because it is really funny. It is really funny. (laughs) We laugh a lot. I love. I'm telling you guys, you have no idea what Mondays does for my spirits. Having y'all in my home, I just love it. We love being here. I love doing it. Sweet Toba's like it's fun. She's tired, tired of being in that wheelchair. Oh, and And I am tired tired of of hurting. This morning I woke up and I cannot begin to tell you how much pain I was in. I mean, I couldn't sit up. Had you not? Do you I could take, not sit up. Oh my god! After tomorrow, though, is when you can really start getting better, right? No, not really. Tomorrow just fixes. I'm having surgery tomorrow just on my shoulder, and that's like the least of my problems. Is that the only surgery? Mm-hmm. The so I have to wait till is, June fifteenth for to get out. Hopefully start to do therapy so that I can start walking again because it's my pelvis my broken pelvis and broken sacrum that are making it impossible to walk like yeah. Steffi who was here earlier for Bible study was like can could you walk if you wanted to I'm like no yeah like I cannot walk right now you can't walk because it hurts too badly or because your legs won't move right with because of the broken sacrum uh, I think both so, I, what parts of your body hurts the most? Your back? Sacrum or your, and Darren. I know you said sacrum's one of them. Sacrum and spine and pelvis probably all tie. Yeah, they're all connected. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I, yeah. And I mean, I, I just like, what, had a hiccup or something? and I, Yeah. It, it was, it looked like somebody had stabbed yeah, her. Yeah. I, I, it feels, it, that's actually exactly what it feels. It feels like if I sneeze or if I like... If I had a cough right now, I, 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 it's excruciating. So getting up in the morning is really painful because I don't take any pain medicine after I go to sleep. So I have no pain or muscle relaxers in me first thing in the morning. And then I have broken ribs, broken back, broken sacrum, broken pelvis. And I've got to try to get out of bed with all those broken bones without pain medicine and it is excruciating you know what you could do what is what time do you wake up yeah that's do you set the alarm Mm-mm. take it a little before so, you actually have to get out of bed yeah i was gonna say why don't you set the alarm for like six or five thirty yeah, or I whatever do that. and then, and then take, take, my a, pain. Yeah. take pain medicine i did that with my knee that. when it was at the very beginning mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i did that with I would, my arm mm-hmm. that exact thing and i didn't even I need to do that i, I just have it on the bedside and then take it yeah before you this get up. morning though that the only reason i moved i have waited to start moving uh-huh. take my medic because i keep my medicine right by the bed but to, this morning i had to pee so bad oh yeah so i had to get up and go pee Without taking anything, and that's the part that just, I mean, I was, the moans and the, it's excruciating. Oh, yeah, the pee thing could throw heart. that off. Yeah, but, but, I mean, even if you took it like an hour and a half before, because mm-hmm. it'll, it lasts for what, like pretty good three hours. hours? 
four? Yeah, at three hours and 40 minutes, almost like clockwork, uh-huh. I look at my watch and like, oh, is it almost time for my pain uh-huh. medicine? It's, it's important. And I freaking hate it. I know. And I feel really sorry for people. I, this has opened up a lot of like empathy for me, but I, one of the things I feel sorry for, first of all, is anybody in a wheelchair because the world does not give two shits about anybody in a wheelchair. Like it's not, we do not live in a handicap accessible world. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of sympathy for that. Number two, I have a lot of sympathy for people who are addicted to pain pills mm-hmm. and who live with this feeling that I have right now that I hate. Like I can't imagine wanting this or becoming addicted to it, but like I do have a lot of compassion for people who are trying to live in a world where they're modified, their brain is modified well and the thing about people that are addicted to pain medicine so withdrawal from pain medicine can be uncomfortable and that's why even people will it's hard for people to stop using sometime because Mm. the withdrawal process is not always a walk in the park either Mm. i remember my mom when she left the hospital they did not do a good job weaning her off of her pain Uh and that withdrawal and she she thought there were snakes in her room Mm-hmm. She was screaming because she thought there were snakes in her room. Mm. Anyway, depressing well, conversation. But well, I'm just glad you have that pain medicine. No, me too. I, I it's like I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul, but I'd rather yeah, be no. a little loopy than yeah, and then in pain for sure. The pain is is excruciating. It really is. I feel so sorry for people who live with chronic. One day, this pain will go away. So, like right now, when you're sitting there, are you hurting? I'm always. Always, always in pain. Even if you've taken your pain medicine. Yes. It doesn't really do away with it. It just mm -hmm. mutes it somewhat. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Gosh, I wish there was something I could do. I wish there was something you could do too. And I forgot. And you know what else bugs me too? I have a partially collapsed lung, so I can never really catch my breath. Oh. That's another annoying thing. That's really annoying. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but you're smiling. (laughs) Well, I'm so, you know, I told you I love Mondays. I love y'all coming. The distractions are so nice. Mm -hmm. But then I also have to be careful because they wear me out. Well, and then, you know, also when you, when you are, uh, when you're taking pain medicine, you are different. I mean, your brain's Mm -hmm. different and you're, you're a little even though you're not having as much pain, it's exhausting. I mean, you feel yeah. you're, it's a, it's a. Oh yeah. I work. My brain is uh-huh. working to keep up uh-huh. for sure. Like I, I asked you, I think it was last week or the week before I said, can you tell I'm on pain medicine? And you <laughs> said, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell Kev? No, I can't. I'm terrible at that. Mm. Well, I don't know if I said this on the program. I think I've said it to you both of y'all. But when I was on pain medicine for my knee, my daughter, Wesley, came from Australia. And she uh, asked, told Blair, she said, I think something's wrong with mom. I think that she is, I think she has Alzheimer's or something. Because she's repeating herself like crazy. And Blair goes, she's high. (laughs) She's on pain medicine. And I was like, and Wesley said, oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) Because it was. And it it takes a while for you to get, even when you get finished with your pain medicine, when you don't need it any longer. It took me a while for my brain fog 
to yeah, clear up I and the anesthesia for that to clear up. Yeah. And I'm so you may have of some of tomorrow. that tomorrow. So you may be really funny. Ugh, <laughs> I'm so tired of being loopy. I asked Craig if he could tell. He was like, uh, you're, you're repeating stories some. I'm like, dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Okay. So um, I thought since school is winding down, this is kind of an easy topic for me to think about right now. Yeah. Because my yeah. kids are... Not only is school ending, but my twins are graduating. Um, such a big deal. Such a big deal. And just ask them. They'll tell you. <laughs> they'll tell you how big of a deal uh-huh. it is. Um, but it's, it's, I will be, we are all three of us entering into, and George too. I mean, he's not graduating, but he he's going to have two siblings leave. That's a big change. That's sure. a big change. That is going to yeah. be a big change. And, you know, a lot of moms will have their, their, kindergartner go to school for the first time next fall or somebody's leaving for college or somebody just got married or somebody just got divorced so I thought it might be fun to talk about different seasons of life I think it's a great topic and I don't even really know what it means but I think that there's a lot to it that we could unpack I think so too and I think that the that we can probably I I think it'd be really easy to attach an analogy with the actual seasons of the year love it because i think that can be real representative of what we all experience when we're going through different seasons of life Mm -hmm. i love i think that's what one of the most beautiful things about the seasons changing is it's such a beautiful metaphor for life for so many things Mm -hmm. yeah it really is Mm -hmm. i actually used that uh in my book when i talked about um, losing my children, like the the death the, the, that was imminent of Charlie and Louisa because they were both born with a terminal illness. I said it it, it fall, you know, the, it felt like fall, uh-huh. and with with winter coming, you uh-huh. know, and and the death symbolizing, yeah, you know, the the falling of the leaves was in my mind like the the process of them dying and then winter is like looking at the trees and yeah with nothing there yeah so i did and but then you know spring comes too Uh uh-huh and Uh new blooms and and i i recently read somewhere how there are no end there is no end right um because with every end is also a new beginning right And, and even death even death for my children was not the end. It, no. it was a, it was the end of a of a season, but it was also a new beginning. It, yeah. And when they died, something ended with me, but there was also another new beginning for me. And so, mm-hmm. I really like thinking about that. I do too. I I like it a lot because I do believe that's why I like the word transition mm-hmm. because I don't because I don't think it's an end. You know, and I think that we transition. That they didn't die. Uh-huh. And they, they just transitioned to a different. And they're not lost. No, they're not lost. You I, did not lose your mom. They're probably sitting in this yeah. room in here yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I I can remember where where I was when you called to tell me that your mom transitioned. And uh-huh. you used that word. I was in my car and you called to tell me. And I was like, I thank you for, for I always say that now me too <laughs> yeah me too yeah because nobody dies I got it from Janice also yeah well I, I think a lot of people 
use it now. Yeah. I think that when we think about that as being a transition, I think then it makes if you if you if you believe in some sort of life after that, which I think most people believe on some level of that, too. even if we don't know what it is, or, yeah, even yeah. if we can't or really have different define ideas it. of what it is, yeah. But I love it because I, you know, there's representations of that where there it's a bird or feathers. My, I remember the really the last time I was in Lubbock visiting my mom when she was in the hospital and she couldn't she really didn't know that anybody was there. Uh, although the she was lying in her hospital bed and her mouth was open mm-hmm. and uh, the nurse came in and said, "Oh, good, I'm glad your mom's mouth is open because I need to swab out the saliva that collects in her throat." Mm-hmm. And so and then my mom shut her mouth. Uh, it was uh, hilarious. Uh, We're like, uh, we just think she doesn't know uh, what's going no. on. It was really funny. That is funny. Yeah, yeah. And so that the the last mm. day I was there, I was on a walk, and I turned a corner in Lubbock, and there were thousands of tiny white feathers on the road. I have a picture of it. It was. I was like. Oh my gosh. 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 And there, because there, I had read, I've read in a couple of places that a feather is a sign that someone who's transitioned is in your presence. And the the Mm. road was filled with all these tiny white feathers. That's precious. I know. That is really beautiful. Yeah, it was precious. So um, I don't know how we got on that. But I do think that I, I do like the analogy of of the seasons of life being like autumn and then the the trees drop and they re-nourish the soil Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of some of the nutrients that are in the dropped leaves and then the tree reproduces Mm -hmm. and i love that whole analogy about that yeah i do too so how do you feel about your kids leaving i mean so does summer so how would you uh attach summer with your kids graduating from high school um i think it's it's a i i do not have today uh-huh any sadness uh-huh. about them graduating leaving i i'm i have no fear about what's going to happen to me uh what's going to happen to them i th- i'm excited for them it's time for them uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know i'm tired of asking where are you going what are you doing who are you with uh-huh. they're it's time for them to like spread their wings and it's you know what it's time for the world to teach them uh-huh and i'm i feel like i'm mommed out on that you've done your thing yeah <laughs> yeah you've taught them everything they need to know yes mm-hmm. to be ready for their next season yeah and so and and they're my oldest two i absolutely adore them and they have a ton of energy and a ton of um friends and i mean they have beautiful lives they both have very full 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 life and you know when you're a mom of full you're full yeah and and they're busy and they are creators of fun and entertainment and our house is the house and 
our fridge is the fridge and my, the sink is the sink, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. And so there's not only evidence of them, but there's evidence of all their friends all the time. Uh-huh. And, the, you know, that can, it's been not 18 years because I adopted them when they were six, but it's been 12 years of yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, Anna Prince class president and Carter's the captain of every team and um she's social creator of all things and um so it's it is i i live a lot more quiet than they do Uh and so the their chaos can be very overwhelming for me especially right now Mm, especially right now and uh so i think it's time well, and you know, I think too, when you think about summer, which is about to happen, where they're mm-hmm. not going to school anymore, they're finished with, I guess they're fin- the twins are finished with school already. Yeah. Graduate this weekend. Is they that graduate right? Thursday of this and, week. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. And so then you think about summer and about how much fun summer is. So that season for them as they anticipate going away to college, and I mean, how fun is college? Oh, oh good my God. gosh. I'm so excited for them. And how much, and I think your life is going to have a whole new level of fun to I it. Do too. Because a lot of what happens as a mom is we are not, and you're still going to have George around, so that'll be mm-hmm. a little bit different, but you will have more time to create your own fun. Yes. And get to do pretty much exactly what you want to do without. Yeah worrying that there's going to be a party in your house or anything like that oh yeah you know I remember when I remember the day I took Blair to kindergarten at higher and Brent and Wesley were already in school and their mothers were crying and because their (laughs) last child was entering kindergarten and I was like this is so awesome (laughs) (laughs) because I'm going to have all day every day until they get out of school to go exercise and to whatever it is that I wanted to do yeah Mm -hmm. so you do get to recultivate I love that that's that's a great association with this is that you are going to get to cultivate more a different life for you too yeah which can be fun totally fun and I'm really excited because parenting is is absolutely the greatest gift we have and it is really hard work it It takes a lot lot of energy and a lot of time and a lot of money Mm -hmm. And it's scary and you worry some and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's, it's hard. It is hard. And, and I'm, I, you know, they're kind of over all the mom lessons. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, they're <laughs> over it. You know, they're not interested in, and, and, and like, I love, you've taught me so much about, you know, staying in your lane with your uh-huh. girls. Yeah. And staying on your side of the street. Yeah. And if, if you have an opinion or a thought about something, you ask them, yeah. would, I have a thought about that. Would you like to hear it? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they say yes, and sometimes they say no. Right. I'm really looking forward to that kind of relationship with well, my children. Well, and then you, it makes it so much easier to let go of the results. Yeah. And the then, results are not yours. No. And they never theirs. were. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. But but part of our job as as parents when they're growing up is to try to keep them safe and to try to make sure that they get enough sleep and they get good food and all of Mm -hmm. that. And then once they, 
you know, Nobody once I go pregnant. to college, yeah. <laughs> let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a concern. <laughs> yeah, drugs and pregnancy have yeah. been at the top of my <laughs> list yeah, for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and so then, so then that lightens up because then, yeah. let's say, you know, let's say Anna Pring gets pregnant or Carter impregnates somebody, Mm -hmm. then, you know, not your baby. It's not. Not going to move into your house. And I might, I mean, I... I stole your line. I if I'm not busy, I might be able to watch them. You can come for dinner on Sunday. That's it. Mm-hmm. But so you're I, not living here. No. Mm-mm, with that baby. No. That precious baby. That precious baby <laughs> that I will love deeply. Uh-huh. But nobody's moving back home. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So really, Mm-mm. it's it's it is it is fun, mm-hmm. and it's fun for you to start thinking about how your life how you want your life oh, to yeah. really look and you'll get what well, you will get out of that wheelchair. I will. And so that's going to be a lot of good anticipation that you have ahead yeah. of you. I mean, you guys have seen, we've tried to get the three of us together for dinner yeah. and like the b- baseball season, I can't plan anything during baseball season. I can't really plan anything during football season. Yeah. I can't, you know, it, and if I want to be fully present, which I have wanted to. Sure. Yes, you do you, want to. I, yeah. And you feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. So it's I both. Do. And I'm yeah. a single mom. So I'll, everything yeah. in this house falls on me. And uh-huh. I'm. it's great. But it is, it as you know, being a single mom, it is. I mean, I, it's a lot. I kind of giggle when it's people are lot. like, my husband's out of town. I'm like, yep, mine's always out of town. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. And I, rem- I remember when Topher used to travel, I'd be like, oh, dude, a whole, you know, three days without Topher this week. You don't have a wingman. Like, I've been living without a wingman for uh-huh. six, seven, eight years. Yeah. Been and- flying yeah. solo. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. It was not easy. It is not easy. So how what do you old, th- sorry. I uh, mean, that's how old were your kids? Chance, you don't mind me asking. Uh, when Kurt and I got a divorce, Bryn was like a junior in high school. Wesley was a sophomore or maybe in ninth grade, and Blair was like in seventh grade. Okay. So, Tough. Yeah. Wow. Seventh grade has to be the toughest, I think. Yeah. And then they and then they go to college and then they come home and all their friends. I mean, I remember Texas OU weekend. One morning I walked down in the in my living room and I was like, there were like twenty kids asleep all over that hat, all over the room. I'm like, who are these people? (laughs) That's like me on Saturday mornings. I'm like lifting covers up. Like, which one is this? (laughs) But it's fun. But it is still a lot of work. Yeah. So how? how, What's George thinking about all of this? Does he talk about it? Yeah. And he's getting real. I mean, he and Carter are very close. And I've asked Carter, "What do you think the hardest part about leaving is going to be?" And he said, "George." I mean, they. Mm They love each other deeply, and they share a room, uh-huh. which is hilarious. Oh man, that is going to be a and big. And they used to hate to share a room, and now they love sharing a room. I mean, they are best friends, and they are tight and close, and they laugh a lot. And but George is very calm, quiet, 
much more reserved, much less social. Uh-huh. Um, every bit is athletic. So, uh-huh. it, you know, the, the... Does he play football? Football and baseball. He does. Same as Carter. Uh-huh. And he's equally as talented. And he's just younger, but he's bigger. George uh-huh. is... Is two, he taller than Carter? He's 6'2", <gasps> two, two, I haven't seen him in a long Me time. Either. Huge. Since probably three years ago when we first started. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because he's Carter's always in school. tall. Yeah, Car- Carter's 6'1", and George is 6'2". George is a oh beast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and he's a giant teddy bear. Is he fun? He's so precious. Like, oh. he calls me mommy. And like, he's... He's going to love you talking about this. Uh, <laughs> thank God they don't listen. His friends don't listen. <laughs> no. And neither do any of my children. Can you imagine? They're like, no. I, why would I listen to her any more than I have to? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> no children. Do your your girls li- I know Blair listens. And they all listen. Oh, and I know Wesley does. Yeah, and Brenda's too. Okay, I didn't yeah. know. That's right. I yeah. do know that you're... But I did, but they team. wouldn't if they were George's age. They'd yeah. be mortified. Yeah, rolling their eyes <laughs> yeah. for sure. For sure. You have no value. <laughs> Nothing I say has any value. So, um, Janice, have you had a favorite season? I would guess that your most favorite season of life that you've ever lived is this one that you're in right you're now. You're exactly right. Am I? Yeah. It is my very favorite from my perspective, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I mean, I love, I'd love to hear why and all, I, as many thoughts as you have on it. I'd yeah, love to hear. Yeah. So I, um, I, when my kids were young, I loved being their mom and I, but it was so much to do so mm-hmm. many, you know, like mm-hmm. PTA and mm-hmm. junior league and, theta stuff I did tons of theta stuff at SMU I mean there were just I got so overly involved and it was busy 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 and your girls were like my kids yes very involved popular busy 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 which means you were busy 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 yeah I mean I went to every Holland Park uh, game and and, uh uh-huh because Bryn uh, Wesley and Blair were cheerleaders well uh, Bryn was in junior high and then in high school she was a captain of the of the drill team oh gosh she was captain of the bells uh uh uh-huh and so a full-time job for you yeah and there, you know, and I, so I went to every performance I had. Of and it was so fun. Pep rallies, uh-huh. all the things. But mm-hmm. it was busy, busy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, and then when Kurt and I got a divorce, and then I was dating and I was trying to manage that whole scene with. Which is with a total shit Dating show. different people <laughs> and, oh, there I can were attest some, to that. Oh, it is just <laughs> not what it's cracked up to be. No. And then, you not. know, and then trying to manage that with the kids and. Yeah, it was just difficult. Mm-hmm. It, it, but it was fun. Of course. But my life now, well, first of all, I'm not dating. Yeah. If yeah. for some reason Tom decides <laughs> to leave me for a skank, then it will be very... I love that she, very, has, to, she has to be a skank. <laughs> she, it will be very expensive for him. <laughs> And, and... But then, would you date? No. No? No. I would not go on another date, and I would never marry again. I could see you never marrying again, but you have... You're such a firecracker, and you have so much love to give. I cannot imagine you being relationship-less. Yeah. yeah I, I would not. 
Wow. That's really shocking. Because what has, what now fills my life so much are my friends. I still work some. My work like, you know, 10 hours a week basically is all I'm doing right now, which is so much, it's perfect for me right now. I have my daughters who I love and adore, and it's so wonderful to have an adult relationship with your adult children. I bet. You know, because you're just not responsible for any of Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. and I I Mm -hmm. I adore each of them. Uh, They're all they're all three just fun and funny and and then I have my grandchildren and I could just eat them all up with a spoon. Yeah. You know, and so every I, time you talk about one of them, it's like that one's your favorite. Uh, they're until all you my start, favorite. Yeah, until you start talking about the next one, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. wow! They're like just, your love for them is unbelievable. It's just, and it just it abounds. I don't. I mean, it truly is God given because you, mm-hmm. no person could have that much emotion for any for those people. I think about <laughs> my grandmother. <laughs> I think about my grandmother. My on my dad's side, she had 19 grandchildren. And I just could not, I was thinking the other day about her and how, how wondered if she loved us all like, like I love mine. And I'm, I thought, yeah, of course she did, you know, but it was. I don't think either one of my grandmas loved all of us like you love your grandkids. Oh, my, my, both my grandmothers were. Were great grandmothers? Great grandmothers. My, I did not have great grandmothers. I mean, I had, my mom's mom was good uh-huh. she was a good grandma but uh, like you are like next freaking level I mean I would die to have you as a grandmother well I mean I I I mean it's just so fun but you know? I can't wait to be a girl I'll be a grandma like you're a you grandma. will I mean I just I want them you know if, if the girls call and say hey will you keep Blair says can you keep the kids this week and I'm like yep yeah. You know, or can you take Haney to school? Yes. You know, Haney sent me a, a, she texts me. It's really funny. And she said, I have a program next, uh, this was last week, on Wednesday at nine o'clock. And I was like, I'll be there. And she said, yay, in her text. So, you know, so my life is so full Mm -hmm. that it is, and I do not say yes when I want to say no. Yeah any more yeah i do exactly what i want to do and you would think one would think that i am the most self ish person that they know and i am i do exactly what i want to do but i love that yeah i don't it's think great. there's anything wrong there's with that. so much freedom in it mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not volunteering i've had a couple of people ask me to be on some committees and stuff and i'm like yeah i can't and you know it's just it's so easy to be me right now mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful to be in good health and all of that yeah. and it's and I'm not scared of the future for myself or for any I'm just it's just a really peaceful place to be and it's a whole different place so it was almost like a whole new beginning when I got to this point. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got to this point when probably five years ago. And what is what what made it so? Was it getting married to Tom? Was it scaling back professionally? What was it? I think that scaling back professionally 
is probably the most important part of it for me because I didn't, I w- when I was working so much, I was just tired. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get the pleasure that I wanted to have, mm-hmm. you know, with my kids or with my friends or mm-hmm. whatever. Travel. And travel and all of that. And mm-hmm. what's really fun about this is that my friends are in the exact same place. Mm. You know, we have, I've got a group of friends and we all had dinner at uh, one of my friends' house, Mary Claire. And I was like, hey, let's plan a trip. I'm a member of this travel club. And I said, let's look through the, on the website and pick out a place to go. And in five minutes, we were all like, okay, let's go to the Turks and Caicos in November for a week. And everybody's like, go, okay. And we're, that's where we're going. And then, <laughs> that's my, amazing. And then my friend Vicky in Little Rock, she was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Because I'll be 70 in September. And I had planned this giant trip to Italy, and I was going to take everybody. And then I decided that was just too complicated. So I said, I want to go to San Miguel for 10 days, and I want you to go with me. And she said, okay. And so that's what we're doing. We've rented a, a, a house and so, so it's that sort of flexibility mm-hmm. that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Oh, I can't even imagine so that kind of fun flexibility and You'll freedom. Have it. I will. And what's so great is that Tom is like, okay, go do that. I think that's one of the advantages of a second marriage, is mm-hmm. that you, you know, you're not you're not trying to control one another, or I mean, we don't feel the need to be up each other's asses all the time no and we trust each other you know i know that i can go to san miguel and tom is gonna be just fine and he's not gonna be with a skanky woman (laughs) hey there's something to that i know there's a lot of people who have a lot of travel anxiety because of the trust that they don't have in their relationship. Well, that would be terrible. Yeah, that would suck. I would hate that feeling. Wouldn't that be terrible? I've had that I've feeling. had that too. It's terrible. Uh, Not trusting. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. I was married to that, and it was, that was not fun. So, Kevin, what season are you in? God, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you Do you feel like you're it. still in newly married season? Or do you feel like you're kind of phased out of... I think we're kind of settled in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read... Can I read these different seasons? Yeah, and then they'll give sure. us this yeah, perspective. Yeah, that'll, that'll so it idea. says, um, the season of spring, window of opportunities, new beginnings, planting, and hope. Now, I could see you that being in that. That would be the season that. I'm in right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think too. Because your business is growing... You're, and y'all, if anybody needs any sort of production work, let us know because Thank Kevin you, is the man. I'd love to help you. Yeah, he he is so talented. And then the you season are, of summer, anything. a time to nurture and protect. Lots of distractions and growth signs. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? Read that again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a time to nurture and protect. Mm. Lots of distractions, growth signs. What what season of life would that you've experienced would fall into that? Category? That's what I'm trying to think of too. I don't think I've I, had that season. I think that that I think that would be maybe like when your kids, kids? are uh huh yeah. because it's summer and mm-hmm. there are distractions and you're trying to protect them and nurture them and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and they're growing and changing. 
maybe. Yeah, maybe young babies or maybe a new uh, baby. Or or even little kids. Yeah. You know, they change so quickly. They and they're sure learning to swim do. and they're going to camps and they're doing all mm-hmm. of those things. Even with your kids. And there's kids, a lot of distractions. I mean, your mm-hmm. kids are, I mean, that's what they're about to enter into too is this mm-hmm. whole different world. Mm-hmm. Totally all new world. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy I time. Wait for that new season too for them. It'll be so fun when mm-hmm. you go visit them in school. Mm-hmm. It is exciting. It's so fun. It is okay. exciting. Season of fall: achievements, successes, and wins. Mm. I see that. I feel like that is maybe maybe a little bit of an older person, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. retiring or. You're, or even like my kids, an empty nester, mm-hmm. you know, like you can Everything kind of sort of just, settled down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you can be in a place of like total, um, like I feel very excited and uh, I feel a lot of gratitude. I feel a lot of achievement with my kids graduating. No kidding. Not because, yeah. I mean, not because they're graduating high school, but because... They've done so well. And they're prepared to leave. They are prepared to I mean, to you've go. been a wonderful mother, and they have done so well. Mm. They've learned so, everything they can from you. you know? yeah. 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 Like you said, it's time for the world to teach them the rest of the lessons. Yeah. Which is yeah. such a great thing about college. It's really not about the academic learning. That's just mm-hmm. where, where you learn to be a member of society, to yes. be an adult, you know? Yeah. And, Stay out of jail. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And don't get pregnant. How to interact with people and how the world works, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you know, I think one of the most enlightening things for me when I went to college, be interested to hear what y'all said, but I, I thought everybody grew up like me when I was growing up. I didn't, I, I had, I mean, even though there were rich kids and there were poor kids at my high school uh-huh. and there were black people and there were Asian people, you know, it was super diverse. I grew up in Richardson and I appreciated all that. And I knew all of that. But like you, I really heard about how other people were raised oh. and yeah. I, I just kind of assumed that everybody, and it made me uh in a lot of ways angry at my parents but it also in a lot of ways brought a lot of gratitude and opened my eyes you know to mm-hmm. to this upbringing that i had that i just either took for granted or i don't know it just really opened my eyes to not everybody grew up in the same kind yeah. of situation that well, i think did. about me in college i was 22 really when i started going you know? yeah That's- a lot different than the oh, it sure people is. first yeah. coming in. Yeah. I had done sure. this serious job thing for several years, you know. So is that what you did? So after you graduated, you took a job? I did community of... college for a little while, uh-huh. but I blew it off all the time to listen to the Stern show in my car. Sometimes I would drive <laughs> to school and never even get out. <laughs> I just loved so listening to it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was bad. So that's when my parents were like, well, if you're not going to do school, then you got to get a real job. Yeah. So, uh, so what did you get? A, what did you? You worked at a radio station. I worked at an insurance inspection company. No, this is like a really boring job. I was started in the call center, uh-huh. but I worked my way up to a reviewer. So like, uh-huh. I got to sit in a cubicle and look at reports all day and identify <laughs> things about houses for insurance agents. And yeah, it was horrible. Uh, but I was I could sit there and listen to the radio, and that's what I liked. Oh. But then one day I'm like, why am I sitting here? Like, why am I doing this? I love the radio. Why am I not doing that? I love that. I so love then did that. you go to a radio station? And N- no, I went to community college and did all my basics and transferred to UNT 
and I got my degree in radio, television, and film, and my minor in communications. You know, North Texas has the most amazing curriculum for artsy kids. It's the best radio campus radio station anywhere. Um, it's a hundred thousand watt station. That's like the same whoa. as any. Oh, you're major. caught the caught on campus. Yeah, you can hear Kane to you way into Oklahoma FM, hundred thousand watt station. Oh, that's my incredible! Gosh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that and that's is where you cool. met Elise, right? Yeah, yeah. That's really super not at Kane to you, but at school. Yeah, she was RTVF also. Yeah, that's really fabulous. Um, okay, but it's season, different. It's you know, it's well, a different way. A lot of people did that. They're, but you, but it was exactly what you want. That was your passion. Yeah. But, did you know it? You just liked your listening was your passion, and then did you ever think, you know what, I could? Yeah, do I always this. thought that would be the greatest job ever, and I'm like, I, I can do this. <laughs> it's awesome. It was, it's really cool how you have made your dream. I, I mean, told you how I do everything four or five years behind what most people do. That's just <laughs> who I am. But at least you get Graduate there. Graduate 18, went to college at 22, 23. Yeah, as long as you get there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for oh. sure. Didn't get married till in my 30s. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. You still seem like such a pup to me. Like, you still seem really young. Hey, I'm two Carters. Young. Yeah, you are two Carters, which is hard <laughs> to believe. But you, and I think about how different I am from when I was his age. And you look crazy. so young. You still look so young. Oh, thank you. You do. Oh, I feel like yeah. I'm starting to look my if age I, a these no, days. <laughs> if I didn't know you, I would think you were for sure in your 20s. Oh, I tried to hide it from Elise. I was so much older. She didn't know that. When we went to college, she thought we were the same age. She did? Yep. And then one day she was like, so what year did you graduate high school? And I was like, shit. Oh, busted. No. I was like, 2004? And she was like, <laughs> oh my God. Because she graduated in like 2009 or 10, something like that. So she's six years younger than you? Between five and six, I wow. think. Wow. That's hilarious. I'm, I'll be 37 this summer. She's 31. So yeah, five and change. Yeah. Wow. Almost six, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Young at heart, Kev. Yeah. Okay. okay the season of and winter. And we had the same maturity level. That's why it worked out. You know. <laughs> oh, she, like, oh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You were <laughs> hilarious. She wasn't as mature as you. No, no. You were as mature as she. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> That's the way to say it. <laughs> uh, okay. The season of winter. Heartbreaks, loneliness, despair, sickness, and sadness. Mm. All necessary parts of life. Can you read yeah. that one again? Okay. Heartbreaks, like loneliness, despair, sickness, and sadness. So and could I, you say after like a divorce maybe? Uh, yeah. Or death. Or, or death yeah. or disease or mm-hmm. bike accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's some winter in your world yeah. right now Definitely. for sure. And Which I don't like any of the, those words, and yet they've been a very big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And and I have to say the season of winter, which I think we all just innately would like to avoid, mm-hmm. are the refiners of our souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean those Absolutely. those very words are the things that have. Have make you what you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How you handle those things. Well, and I always think about in the winter what I, I always think of myself hunkering down. Mm -hmm. You know, you're Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch and you've got a blanket around you or you're drinking hot tea or, Mm -hmm. or you're, you know, bundled up and you're running to the car and all of that. So you have to kind of hunker down in order to persevere through that. That's good. And that's what we do when we experience a heartbreak, loneliness, despair, sickness, and sadness. Mm-hmm. I love, 
I think that that one of the most difficult things for me has, and the most depressing things for me right now is having to hunker down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't leave this house by myself. I can't do anything physical. Yeah, your winter is a stormy one right now. Yes. Yeah. It is. <laughs> and all the things that I use to cope when in my seasons of winter before have been physical. So I'll go do a yoga class mm-hmm. or I'll go on a mm-hmm. walk. I can't or do ride that. a bike. Yeah. <laughs> or ride a bike or I'll go get some sun. Mm-hmm. And right now I cannot do those things. And so it has been incredibly challenging, but I just believe even though I'm in the middle of it and I freaking hate it, it has, I, I think I know that the lessons that are in it for, for me mm-hmm. are valuable. Mm-hmm. There are valuable lessons for sure. to this. You are in a summer, a season of summer, a time to nurture and protect. Because mm-hmm. you have to very much protect your body right now. Oh, I do. I have to. I cannot walk I ha- because I have to heal. My bones have to heal before I can put any pressure on them. Yeah. Or, or I risk ruining my body. I, I, I risk a lifetime of pain if I don't hunker down mm-hmm. and nurture and take, mm-hmm. care, take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a rule breaker. Mm-hmm. I don't like... I'm a little bit. You're not the boss of me. Yeah, exactly. Sort of person. Yeah, uh-huh, me, me too. I can be pretty rebellious, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and that I can't. I can't. Like I cannot rebel against. You can't this. You and can't. that is that in and of itself has been a big lesson for me. Well, and that's the so lots of distractions and growth signs is is also what's happening with you because you are growing mm-hmm. a part of you that you have never had to experience. No. no, not at all. I mean, no, you've never had to say, I can't go No, for a walk. No. And haven't you kind of thought, Janice, at one point, like, hasn't Tova had enough winter storms, you know? And But then I guess... like you I said, thought it, that. It never. It's never the end, though. You know? No. You're never not going to have that again. I know. You know what? I have to say, this is the first time... Like, Craig and I were talking about it. Last week was a really hard week for me. I mean, depressing. And I had a 911 Janice, and I was like, I need, I need to talk to you. Like, I am really struggling. Lots of tears. And lots of loneliness. And I feel like nobody can understand the pain, physical pain. No, no can, we can't. No. And nobody, the lonely, you're alone in that pain. Yeah, I'm alone in the pain. And I don't want to hear about how I should feel better. And how you have so much good going on around you. And, and grateful. Yeah. I should be grateful to be alive. Well, sometimes I wish the truck took me out. You know, I have thought that because sure. it's been so painful. And... um and, and then I, you've also had your PTSD. Oh, and I never thought I would and stuff like that. You'll never be able to ride a bike the same way again. No, I can't even be in the car the same yeah. way. And and you know, guys know me. I don't. I'm not afraid of anything. No. And now I am. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. I do not like that. Like a car pulls out, and I'm like gasping. You know, mm-hmm. I cannot even be a passenger. I've never been a backseat driver. And I have a lot of fear right now. And that 
sucks. I had that little accident not that long ago, and I was scared driving for a couple of weeks. It does a it's number. It's weird, yeah. Yeah, it does. I can imagine what, what yeah. yours would be like. Yeah. Oh, and then the nightmares that I've had have just been excruciating. Like, detail of just violent, just violent pain and people being hurt right in front of me, and I can't do anything about it. Anyway, I, I think about the... I mean, I, I think it's just really important. I, it, it's crazy, Kev. You know, I always we always talk about how important it is to talk through this. Ever since I talked to Janice, I haven't had an, another nightmare. Like, you really have to experience the season. You have to acknowledge the season. You have to grow from the season. And like, mm-hmm. all my nature is to just just speed through winter and hurrying it to spring uh-huh. but it does you cannot move the calendar <laughs> you know no and you also i think it's a yeah. great point of life too like sometimes we can't move our own calendars sometimes in order to move through it you have to go through it mm-hmm. and be slow about that process that's why i told you you're gonna have some ptsd yeah i laughed at you when you I said know, that she did you're gonna have some shit she did <laughs> i was like, and nah. i said so you call me when it happens and she did and i was really glad <laughs> but i think that i think that there's i know i'll get to the other side oh of it, yeah yeah you know? yeah 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 and and i think that's a really important thing to say because seasons are just that like yeah it's not forever forever. no matter what it is no matter what the loneliness the pain the physical parts the the lonely the sadness i mean their spring is coming Mm -hmm. for all of us and then when it's summer and fall and winter are coming too like Mm -hmm. we're not done learning the lessons of life you know and i i i I appreciate you saying that, like the thought, like hasn't Tova been through enough? Because oh, I thought that a lot. It's a, it's what I saw. It's what I cried to Craig about last week. I mean, I just bawled, and I was like, "This is the first time, Kev, I have been mad at God. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in all my stuff uh, that I have gone to bed and I was like, God, I do not want to talk to you." And you know what? I'm mad at you. That is just fine. Mm-hmm. That's exact. That's you being a human, and God knows that too. Yeah. I mean, you have to acknowledge all of that. Yep. And it makes sense. I'd be mad too. I was mad. I know, Tova. I don't blame <laughs> I like, you. I'm I was not... mad with you, <laughs> for you. Just a- <laughs> enough, you know. And I know. And and I am. I'm tired of being the poster child of strength. Uh-huh. So I just would like everybody to know right now. I'm not. <laughs> and don't don't, you, don't tell Tova that she needs to be grateful. Yeah. Don't tell Tova how, how strong how she strong is. She is. Yeah. Tell her she's a hot mess and she needs to wallow in the mud. And bring me and because, all right. Well, because she because there it's not it's you're not supposed to be perfectly Mm-mm. okay with all of this and i really want to give all of our listeners permission mm-hmm. to be in winter wallow in you it you know wallow in it cry be be mad at god i yeah. think he can take it 
He yeah. created us. He created us with those feelings. Mm-hmm. It's And that was part of the winter, despair. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what it feels like when you've experienced something yeah. like this. And I'm not the only one. As a religious person, I think you'd be crazy not to feel that at some point. Mm-hmm. The anger. Yeah. It's the yeah. first time I've been angry at God. I really have been mad at him. And I'm like, that's enough. I did tell him that's enough. I don't know if that's smart or not, but I did tell Even him. after Charlie and Louisa, you didn't have that? No. But my greatest fear, Kev, in life, if I had a fear, my greatest thing that I never wanted was what I'm fucking experiencing right now. Yeah. It's the only thing I never wanted. So I'm mad. I think that makes perfect sense. I'd be mad too. I'm mad. I know. And I accept it. It's part of grief. Yes. And you, I mean, it's just, it's part of the process. I never wanted to lose my ability to move. Well, you will get that back. Yes, and I And I know that, that it's it's hard for you to wrap your brain around that because you're not, you're thinking timeline and how long and... Tova's having surgery tomorrow on her shoulder, so that's Yeah, and I just become more immobile. I couldn't even get out of bed this morning without help. Now, you know, now I don't... I'm going to be down one arm tomorrow. It's just all a little overwhelming. But mm-hmm. I think the important part about it is... I mean, really, when I thought about having this conversation, I was thinking about school being out, you know, and the transitioning of, you know, next stages of life. But I, I really appreciate where we've gone with it because I think that the world really hates winter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. We only want to ski on bluebird days. That's the only <laughs> time that winter is worth a damn. Uh-huh. And it's not, and I don't, I can't stand the snow. I don't like the sound when I walk on uh, it. Yeah, I remember you saying it that. It crunches and it annoys I like that. me. <laughs> I don't. Take me to Hawaii. <laughs> we avoid, then, like school, like no school. That's the only value that yeah. comes from a wintry day. <laughs> yeah. And even then, the moms are pissed. Yeah. That's that right. Kids are home. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I think that it's, I think that you are giving everybody a gift, Tova, because. I think that sometimes we have an unrealistic expectation that everybody is supposed to just roll with it and be grateful and be strong and that it's you only know, supposed to be no summer. matter what. Uh-huh, yeah. And that you know I'm a godly person, so I should not have anger at God. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those things. And you've given people permission to be exactly where they are. Yeah. You know, I mean that. Yeah. That's what a lot of what I do with people mm-hmm. that come in to see me that have anxiety disorders and depression and that sort of thing, and they've never been given permission to be mad. Yeah, and I'm like, be mad. Anger has energy around it, mm-hmm. and and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm really I'm really grateful that you have talked about that, Tova, because I know that there are people that are in a funky place right now, and you know, they need to hear that. You know what I think? I think a lot of people are in a lot funkier spots than we ever know. It's because we're supposed to be so nice mm-hmm. and it's happy, to, it's and it's a supposed smile to be summer. All, All the, the time. time. But and there's no, no. I mean, I had dear friends come over for happy hour um, last 
in the last couple of weeks and one of our dear friends told us that her and her husband are talking about divorce this is a dear friend of ours that we've like we get together a lot and none of us even knew her marriage was in trouble we didn't even know because she wasn't talking about it no and because she was supposed to be in spring and summer that's exactly right and and i i'm like what are we doing what are we what kind of friends cultivate a the kind of relationships where we can't be we can't even be honest with our best friends well you know what i think part of it is and i think that it's it's nobody's fault because it's just what has happened is that we have associated people of faith as being positive Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. because if you don't if you're if you're negative if you're angry at God or if you are frustrated with your life and you're not zippity doodahing down the road then you are not walking in faith Mm -hmm. and I just think that's a total load of you know what it is because that's not the way I believe we're supposed to be I think we're supposed we are fully human and I think we're supposed to be that I agree and I I totally believe that the, a, a very big part of why God probably gave us seasons is because it is the perfect metaphor for life. Think about how, if it was always sunny mm-hmm. and if it was never cloudy and it never rained and it never got cold. And like, how would we know a sunny day? You wouldn't. You wouldn't know a sunny day. No. The level at which you feel your pain and anger is the level at which you will feel your joy. Yes. So just dive in it. Have a pity party (laughs) and tell everybody to leave you alone. Yes. And then think about on the good day how good that good is going to be. Yeah, it will. All the hard makes all the good that much better, which is such a crazy thing, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so such a great, great. I, I, I think God was really smart when he gave us seasons. Yeah, I think so, too. He knew what he was doing. He really did. He's really smart. He- <laughs> you think it's he's a she? <laughs> For sure he's a she. <laughs> I don't think it's either. I don't know. I kind of agree with you, Kev. Maybe it's not identifiable, you know? I don't think it's a gender. Maybe it's half the body yeah. is she and half the body is he. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. It's a, I, I, I don't know how it's going to work in heaven, but I, I kind of agree that... All of that just g- goes away. I think everybody mm-hmm. just laughs and laughs about all of it. It's like, can <laughs> you believe we did that? And we and don't took you, it so seriously. We took it so serious. And we like, cared so much. <laughs> think about all the things we are not going to give a rat's butt about uh-huh. in heaven. Like your, we care about like now your body a lot. image, your yeah. body shape, taxes, money. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, your body, your health. Yeah. Your status, all of that. All of that. Your outfit. <laughs> I don't know. I might care. I hope, I hope it's not like, I don't know. Robes. 
white oh, robes. Gosh. Yeah, white robes. <laughs> Mine might be kind of off-white. <laughs> I just hope I have Giselle's body in heaven. Oh, That's whose body yeah. I am. I hope we can pick our body. I'm going to be that tall. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have those legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for like a Brad Pitt and Fight Club type thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and you've got the scruffy chin Good right choice. now. Oh, I feel like it makes me look like such a tool. I need to shave really bad. <laughs> no, it looks it looks kind of Brad Pittish. Nobody's ever said that before. I'll take it. <laughs> Brad Pitt is hot. I'm never shaving now. He is hot. When Anna Prynne, did I tell y'all that Anna Prynne met Angelina Jolie? No, where no. was she? When she went to go look at Spellman, which she's committed to, uh-huh. uh, she's going where to Spellman, that? which is in Atlanta. It's one of those schools that's uh, historically black. They, it has an acronym to it. I didn't know about this until Anna Prynne. But I guess when black people weren't allowed to go to college or weren't supposed to go to college or they weren't allowed to go to college with the white kids, they created black schools. Oh, and yeah, I've never heard of that. Interesting. Yeah. So spell now now schools can't be all of anything. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except like they they can be all girls or yeah. all boys, but they can't be any race, as you can imagine. Um, but it's a historically black school, so it is predominantly black. So it is a all black uh, girls school, small, small, small school. It's called Spelman in Atlanta. Anyway. As you know, Angelina Jolie has a black daughter. Yes, I knew that. Shara, Sahara, Sahara. I, I, don't I think know. it's her name is Sahara. Are you googling it right now, Kev? Uh, yeah. Well, I was googling Spellman, but I'll Google that too. Uh, okay, I think her name is Sahara. Anyway, these kids who had committed to pretty much committed to go to Spellman uh-huh. went and did some touring and blah uh-huh. blah blah. Angelina Jolie was in Anna Prince's group. With her daughter. Yeah, Zahara. Love it. Did Zah- they chat? Zahara. Did oh, they chat? Of course. Oh, of course. Well, I was looking it up. I missed it. How did she see Because I saw that video of her like hopping on the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Anna Prynne. Prynne. <laughs> Not to be mistaken. <laughs> anyway, Angelina's daughter is also looking at Spellman. So I'm like, please. Pl- I mean, if Angelina was there. That means at some point, maybe Brad's going to be there. Maybe, and maybe y'all could vacay together. <laughs> I will be sure and be at all parents' weekends if Sahara ends up going to Spelman. <laughs> Me and Brad, I will, I would go up and introduce myself. Would you? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd yeah. say, hey, Brad, I'm Janice. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, what season are you in? <laughs> <laughs> what season are you in? That's amazing. Kev, what's, if you had to pick a season you're in right now, what season are you in? I like the spring. It's exciting. I like it. Yeah. You feel like you're there personally? Or that that's your goal? Uh, you're I feel headed- like I'm there. Cool. Um, uh, I don't know, but it can also be an uncertain time. You know, it's not all... Mm-hmm. No. Flowers no. and sunshine in this, you know, spring. But I feel like you like kind of like it like that, though. Kind of chaotic. Not chaotic. Uncertain. Uh huh. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because you don't want to be confined. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you don't I'm like a rules. Like that. Yeah, you're uh-huh. a gambling man. Yeah. I There's think a song. <laughs> Do what? There's a gambling yeah. man yeah. song. <laughs> Who's that? I, what are one. you in, Janice? Oh, I don't know. I've I've gone somewhere else. I'm with Angelina Jolie because I'm going to go with you. We're talking about, yeah, come Mm -hmm. on, come Mm -hmm. on. I'm going to introduce myself. (laughs) 
hand him a copy of Prince Charming is Dead or oh, in Rehab. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of, give us a book update. Oh. What in the world? Yeah. Well, Where are we on this process? Well, giving us an update in a while. Praise the Lord, I have one chapter left. And it's so I've got about 45,000 words and I'll probably get another 3 to 4,000 words in this chapter. I don't I'm kind of out of things to say. That's uh, certainly not the truth (laughs) for either one of us. (laughs) But so, uh, yeah, so I should finish that this week. And then you finish and then what's, what do you do? What's next step? Well, and then the next step is uh, to try to find a book agent that would help me find a publisher. Okay. And so I'm going to try to go the traditional route of publishing instead of paying to Mm -hmm, self-publish and uh so i don't know we'll see so that's what that's what that is so we you need a we we need a book agent we do (laughs) tova yeah 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 so we do need a book agent no one yeah if you're listening no one i mean with all of our listeners there's got to be somebody who knows somebody who yeah a book agent. i mean that's a very specific i don't know any book agents but i would venture to guess somebody who listens yeah. does well i know that there's a company here who has a who has it's a book agency company i can't remember the name of it right now but yeah if anybody knows yeah. let us know can you put in uh, a good word yeah or Send text us. it to uh if you know somebody and they're willing to talk to me or look at my book proposal then um yeah, send it to yeah, be the remedy. To, is that what our? I don't even know. No, what our, send it to Tova. Send it to one of our emails. Okay, well you can send it to me. Yeah, my Janice email Gant. is Janice Gant, J A N I C E G A U N T. I know it looks like Gaunt, but that's tacky, <laughs> and Tom won't let me change the spelling. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Janice Gant at gmail dot com. Perfect. Would love it if you know of anybody. Yeah, I'll give you like. My very first c- copy. <laughs> yes, signed, signed yeah. first. Oh copy. yes, and that. Inscribed. Oh, that's special. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I, you know what? We need this book, so somebody needs to help us. I think it's pretty good. I really do. I go oh. through all the different stages of dating and what's what you need to do and what you don't need to do. It really is a guide to dating in the real world instead of looking for Prince Charming. So, and it's, it's a little, or in rehab, rehab. (laughs) it's a, it's a little, um, it's a little, I, I, irreverent is probably the right word in that it's got, it's got some real humor in it. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm just ready to finish. I bet. Well, we can't wait for it too. Well, it's going to be great. Oh, I I love your other books. I love the shame game. I mean, I, I, recommend it to anybody who will listen it's a game changer it changes really. things doesn't it it really does it's yeah. a Good. it is a life-changing book and not Good. every book you read yeah you can say that about so well that's really sweet thank you well we hope you guys yours. have a fabulous week yes and pass this along to somebody who could use it rate it um what else do they need to do kev um, I, I'm trying, I don't know why our music's not coming on. Oh. <laughs> this never happens. Uh, oh, then I'll stop asking you questions. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out one way or the other. We hope you guys have the most amazing week. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you so much for listening. And go, We really appreciate it. Go appreciate your season.